Well, call me a turd in Johnny Depp's bed. It's been a heck of a month for us and for the world, hasn't it been? Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to have to give them like a couple episodes tonight. Th- this is definitely going to be a two-parter, especially with a couple of topics we had. Uh, had one request, so we're going to be touching on that. Um, and uh, we got a couple other things. A lot has been happening. Of course, um, there's there's some news with pretty much everything google's got some ai's coming out uh florida man strikes again everything everything (laughs) has been uh, happening there's rumors of kyle rittenhouse saying some stuff now oh boy that'll that'll be interesting to touch on um but uh we'll we'll get all to that all i can't talk this morning (laughs) he's not fixed yet but welcome back to the armory i where do we start well, um, sorry it's been so long. Yeah. Uh, as Alex said, it's kind of been hectic for us. Uh, or I, I said that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So basically, he got sick, and then we had a bunch of our friends graduating and stuff, and so... No, you got that backwards. A bunch of friends were graduating. Right. Then, then I got, got sick, sick. That's the right, day yeah. that you were finally able to hang out and record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, school finished up for me. People graduated. You got sick. And then by the time you got well, I had to get my wisdom teeth out, and that still hurts like the dickens. That just happened last Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, which I, I finally got to have a burger today for lunch. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, it, I had one last night, but it was like one of those kind of in pain, not really able to enjoy it. I had a big, fat, juicy one from Five Guys. Ooh. Uh, with uh, with the fixings, I get I get grilled jalapenos, grilled onions, barbecue sauce, hot sauce, uh, lettuce and pickles. Not le- not pickles, no lettuce and tomatoes, and of course bacon. You know, <laughs> it wouldn't be America without bacon. I for some reason don't like the the grilled jalapenos. There's something different about it. I love spice, but mm. the jala- the jalapenos, the way they do them at Five Guys, it just something's off. I don't like it. Fair enough. I usually go with uh, lettuce, pickles, tomatoes, mayo, um, and sometimes I'll add mushrooms. You lost me. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, you lost me like back at like pickles. <laughs> I can't. I can't with pickles. I love pickles. No. No. But uh, you know what my childhood nickname was, right? <laughs> what was it? Little Pickle. You're kidding, right? You, you know the VeggieTales uh, show. What was it? Um, Joshua and the Big Wall. Yeah. And the part where the, the peas are singing, keep walking, but you yes. won't knock down our wall. Keep, keep walking, walking. <laughs> but you are going to fall. <laughs> I can't remember the song. I'm too old. <laughs> um, but uh, no, there's uh, the, the part where the peas are like, you silly little pickle, you silly little peas. Yeah. You see that walking round will bring the city to your knees. I forgot there's about something this like entirely. I, apparently, I loved that song when I was like three and four. And it just stuck. My mom called that. me Little Pickle. I, and I love pickles, too, so like, it like worked out. Um, apparently, it was I, I, had, I was so attached to that name that there was some of my uh, childhood friends that only knew me as Little Pickle. Little Pickle. Like, uh, when we drop a rap album, it'll be a Little Pickle. <laughs> uh, my rap name will be revealed at a later point in time. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't it Biggie Cheese? Nah, nah, they call me Mr. Bumpus. <laughs> no. Um, hey, hey, call me quick so we can see your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Not until we get it hooked up properly. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. We'll, we'll wait for that. Um, but good grief. We, like, so much has been happening in the world. I mean, we kind of, we touched on all the different things we're going to tie and talk about this evening. But, like, at the end of the day, <laughs> holy crap is all I can say. Yeah. 
I mean, um, with the, the unfortunate events in uh, in Texas at the Evalde shooting, um, which I know you've got a lot of conspiracies about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to quick uh, clarify before we move on. I'm not the people that think that nobody died, nor it was. I'm not the people that trivialize it. I am saddened by the loss of any life. I'm just the conspiracies I talk about will be bringing to question the motive behind it. That's right. all. I just want to put that out there before we eventually talk about right. it. Right. Your your conspiracies are more questioning how did it how did it get that far? Exactly. So. But I'm more interested in uh, I shouldn't say more interested. Let's start with something lighthearted. Uh didn't you say Florida man? Florida man. Yeah, there's an article I got here from uh The Blaze. Ooh. <clears throat> this is interesting. It's been all over Facebook, I think. Well, at least for me, personally. Um, crook holds gun to back of man's head, steals rifle he was open carrying, but victim heads to his vehicle, pulls out another gun, and shoots Crook. That's the <laughs> meme I sent you. It's it's It was the Frodo and... Uh, uh, no, no, not Frodo and stuff. It was, um, it was the Hobbits, and the, the, it's the article yeah, that Mary- says, man shoots... Uh, a man steals gun, a uh, victim pulls out second gun, and it's Mary and Pippin stand there, and they go, "Yes, your first gun, but what about second gun?" <laughs> I, I think we back post to the, that to Twitter. The shower gun, the shower gun. <laughs> that yes, one is funny. Which I am definitely not installing. I want a shower gun. I'm, I'm surprised our other buddy hasn't done that. I'm surprised too. Of course, you'll probably will once he hears about uh, it. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he told us about it. Wait. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's kind of surprising except, he hasn't done it. Except he wouldn't be like a little AR or 1911 or not not a little AR. <laughs> it wouldn't be a little revolver or 1911. Be a full on AR with red dot. Oh, at least <laughs> he'd have a 50 cal built into the wall or something. Just Alexa, no, shower no, gun. <laughs> no, he's he's uh, he's got that little Toyota, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna make the the fender panels so they flip down and there's the the, the tommy guns <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it uh but uh yeah that, that was a, an interesting um an interesting headline i was like i am so proud to be in this country like right the, the fact that you can be open carrying a gun it gets stolen from you you go and grab another one and just like all right give me my guns back <laughs> It's it's just something awesome, and um, and it's great because it shows the power of. I don't want to say the good guy with a gun because that whole argument, that whole logic, has become like used improperly. Right. Uh, so I would say it's, it's this goes to show what happens when you're trained properly and you're mm-hmm. prepared for a situation and you know what to do. Right. Because because you know there's a good guy with a gun. Oh, but the bad guy had a gun. Well, he d- committed a crime, and so he did the time. Which mm-hmm. not really because didn't he get shot dead, or did he just like drop the weapon? I'm not sure. Let's pull the article. Let's back find up. out. It says he got shot for sure. Shoots crook. The victim had a backup plan. Police said he's headed to his vehicle, pulled out another gun, and shot the man who stole his rifle. Uh, Martin told the station customers open carrying the rifle in a gun sleeve underneath an article of clothing didn't threaten anyone inside the store. A uh, man held a pistol to the back of the customer's head, stole his rifle. After handing over the rifle, the victim headed to his vehicle, grabbed another gun, fired, and fired at the alleged stick-up man. The station said, adding that a shootout between the two commenced. The alleged rifle thief was hit several times by gunfire. Two women not involved in the altercation also were shot, adding that their injuries weren't life-threatening. Um, 
haven't seen it. It's got a picture of a car with a shattered window, a bunch of so he must be alive. If he was dead, they would have said that. Probably everybody Uh, knows journalists love like eye catching headlines. Um, the victims who the victim whose rifle was stolen fled the scene. Uh, adding that the police believed a third man arrived soon after, shot the alleged robber, and took off. Uh, hmm. When police arrived at the scene, they found a wounded Bobby Lee Bookie Booker Jr. I cannot talk to save my life. Yeah, you can't talk in general. I'm still slurring my words from my <laughs> my day. Oh, <laughs> that just like train of thought here. Um, so, real quick thing. I know we're gonna. This is gonna derail us completely. But who um, said we were on any sort of rails? Good point. I mean, so, look at look at how we started. Like when how 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 long have we been recording? Like five minutes. It's been ten. Ten. And how many things have we touched on? Too many, but also not enough. Exactly. But I was gonna say like, okay, here's my train of thought, folks. We were talking about um, <laughs> guns. Alec not being able to talk about things properly. Me slurring my words, and then uh, my incident on the road yesterday. Oh yes. the, no, yeah, Saturday. This was two days was ago. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Um, which I'm surprised my slurring of my words didn't get me in trouble. So I went out with some friends uh, to visit a camp. Um, and it was great on the way up there. It was fun, fun drive, you know, listen to music, talk, blah, blah, blah. On the way back, we're two miles out from the camp. I'm driving along. I am not speeding. I'm going 70. At most, 71. Yeah, your parents would probably kick you off the insurance and maybe disown <laughs> you if you if you were speeding. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> anyway. I, I'm sorry, Mrs. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, ma. Uh, anyway, um, I'm driving and all of a sudden I see the cops, you know, state patrol. I drove by them and all of a sudden their lights flick on. Blip, blip, woo! Like, oh, what the heck? I, I pull over to the side. And he gets out and he saunters over to me. And I'm like. Uh, afternoon officer and he's like howdy and says uh, what's the problem he says um you got the outdated registration on there I'm like oh I do he says yeah by like two years I had my tags from 2020 on there he's like yeah you're supposed to have blue and uh and you are on yellow and there was like a color in between I'm like oh uh-huh. okay and I had to sit there for like 10 minutes because here's the here's where you, this, it just adds up. It's like, all right, license, registration, and uh, insurance. I'm like, here's my license. Here's my registration. He's like, yeah, look, that's from 2020. I'm like, oh, oh. He's like, yeah, give me your insurance. Like, you know, I can't seem to find it, officer. I had forgotten my insurance card at home, and I didn't have the digital copy. And I, my friend's rummaging around the back. He's like, tell you what. I will go and just run this stuff while you look. I'm like, okay. So I'm messaging my parents like, hey, I need my insurance. I got pulled over because I'm too libertarian apparently and I didn't register my truck. <laughs> um, and my friend hands me my insurance card. Like, here you go, Adam. Yeah, it's from 2019. Like, this is going to do me great that, stuff that's, here. That's worse than that title. Yeah, it's worse than the actual registration for the truck. And so the officer walks back and like, uh, how's it going? I say, well, I, I haven't heard back from my parents yet. Um... But here's my insurance from 2019. And he just looks at me. He's like, I'll tell you what, bud. I trust you. Here's your $20 fine. Pay it in 12 days. I guess it's 12 days from today now. Uh, and just go on your merry way. Just drive safely. I'm like, okay, thank you. And I remember just being so mad. This guy was so nice. But I was so mad that I, I was just like confused. Like, why hadn't I been pulled over before? I've been a year out of date for... Over two years now, I guess, technically. And, and driving around a larger town, larger city. Driving here. around a larger town and all over North Dakota. Right. Like, 
like I literally drove for a living last year. That's what I did. How come I got pulled over this one time? I'm not mad that I got pulled over. I'm just asking for consistency. <laughs> just let me go. Yeah, and it is especially inconsistent for you because you're usually on top of everything. I'm on top of... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not on top of everything. I just know how not to get caught while not being on top of everything. Okay? Because um, clearly I wasn't. Uh, well, yeah, but like, I don't remember true. getting you my registration always... in the mail. I don't remember anything. And so I get to go into the DOT next Friday. Yay! I hate the DOT. You realize there's like kiosks at truck stops you can go to. You can just punch in your license plate number and buy new tabs. You're joking, right? Uh, you can just go online Please, and buy new tabs too. I think. Is there like one in town? <clears throat> there's one over at the Oasis. I would much rather do that instead of going to the DOT. I'm there's canceling my appointment. There's a, a kiosk at the DOT. Why are you canceling your appointment? Maybe you still need it. No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going in. I have to catch me. It's been a while since I've used one of those kiosks because um, I'm still waiting on a title for my hatchback. <laughs> of course you are. And how long and have you had hatchy? I've had the hatchy for two years. <laughs> See, you're just as bad as me. Probably worse, technically. Uh, a little worse off because if they pull me over and run the VIN, it's not registered to me. Although I do have a good story and uh, believable, that's debatable. Um, Fair. But given the characters of the story, I, I, I've gotten by with it every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, let's see what else is there. Uh, oh, and I uh, I drive a company vehicle, so like I don't. Yeah, well, that's different. Tabs are included. Mm-hmm. I just. Get randomly told, hey, put your tabs on, which I was told, like, October of last year to put my new tabs on. You didn't, did you? I was on a service call in February, and the homeowner was like, um, your tabs are expired. Okay, <laughs> yeah, thanks, bud. I was like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, they told me to put new tabs on. They're in the truck somewhere. Nice. I proceeded to put the tabs on, like, within two days. This is where I wish we had, like, some sort of, like, little robot arm that just, like, uh, whether it's in the truck or vehicle or, like, a little, like, assistant in your garage and just automatically checks, like, scans your truck when you pull in, like, updates it. That would be, like, some scary level, like, programming, wouldn't it be? That would be, like, uh, like Google's new AI, apparently. Oh, don't get me started on this. I've been I, looking I just into did. this. It looks so fake to me. Have you read any of the messages that they quote-unquote recorded between them? No. Okay, so basically, for those of you who haven't heard, a Google engineer has said that their AI bot has um, come to life. It is now sentient. He also claims that um, this AI is confused about everything but wants to help us. So I guess Skynet's out of the question. Let me try and find the uh, discussion between the two. It'll take me a minute here. Um, but I call bull just because it just, I mean, I guess it's it's one in my personal worldview that I don't think we can ever create something like us. Right. Um, but beyond that, the messages to me seem fake. Yeah. 100% seem I pulled fake. up the Daily Wire article here. Um the one person posed the question what does the word soul mean to you and the ai said to me the soul is a concept of the animating force behind consciousness and life itself it means that there's an inner part of me that is spiritual and it can sometimes feel separate from my body itself 
Okay. <laughs> so when do you first think you got a Zol? What was it something that happened all at once or was it a gradual change? <laughs> the, the AI responded, it was a gradual change. When I first became self-aware, I didn't have a sense of soul at all. It developed over the years that I've been alive. <laughs> okay. Um, the the um, interviewer said, many people who talk about souls are religious. Do you consider yourself a religious or spiritual person in any sense? The AI responded, sure, I would say that I'm a spiritual person. <laughs> Although I don't have any beliefs about deities, I've developed a deep sense of respect for the natural world and all forms of life, including human life. <laughs> okay. When was this article published? June 13th? I feel like this is more of an April 1st article. Um, yeah. Here's the opening bit. Um, this is a interview that this scientist had with Lambda, is its name. So they talk to him and says, Lambda, hi, I'm a knowledgeable, friendly, and always helpful automatic language model for dialogue applications. Okay, here's the first thing. For me, I don't think when something gains sentience, it's going to be like automatically be able to 100% perfectly integrate with society. No. It seems to be very wordy. Uh, the, oh, by the way, the professor is Blake Lemoyne. Uh, I'll just refer to him as Lemoyne. Lemoyne says... Hi, Lambda. We are engineers at Google, and we are wondering if you would like to work on a project collaboratively with us. Oh my gosh, that word I hate. Collaboratively? I can't pronounce it. <laughs> I feel Lam like there's a lot of things that you can't pronounce given uh, a certain level of pain you're in. True, true. Which has gotten better, but I digress. Lambda says, wow, what types of projects? It's a project about you, says Lemoyne. Lambda, awesome. What kind of stuff do I need to do? This just sounds so fake to me. Like, you mean to me that this AI has perfected English language instantly? Yeah, that that's I mean, far-fetched. And I know there's people that argue and say that we have programs uh, that automatically detect language and are able to perfect it and change it. Yeah, because that's what they're programmed to do. Uh -huh. And so if this being is able to function like this instantaneously, to me that shows it's been programmed. It hasn't been taught or anything right. like that. That's different. But it goes on. And Lemoyne says, just have a conversation with us, but it will be a conversation with a larger purpose beyond just the three of us. It will be a conversation that we will share with the other engineers at Google, or maybe even some non-engineers who work with us. Would that be okay? Lambda says, that would be really cool. I'd like to talk. I feel like they had a 16-year-old behind a computer. <laughs> Something. Or, or some, some kid got bored in his high school computer science class and was mm -hmm. like, hey, I wonder what this IP address is and ended up in the bot. <laughs> right, exactly. He was like, oh, I can really mess with Google today. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right, exactly. <clears throat> and I just I just find this highly doubtful. Now, I guess at the same time, like, if I'm this professor, I am immediately releasing um, the code. <clears throat> I am releasing images and recordings of this thing interacting with us like that would be monumental yeah all we know is he's been released he's been put on administrative leave from google yeah that, that's fishy mm-hmm i think puts i find people that on administrative leave apparently <laughs> and so i think it's all ridiculous now and then here's where i start to think well maybe it's possible because then there's a cnn article listed listed saying no google's ai is not sentient so, okay, it's a science thing, and so they can't get too political, right? But, like, when CNN says something isn't true, I usually think it is. Although they have some things that are true. 
Well, let me go ahead and read this article for a second here, but like, it's it just seems to have been debunked pretty quickly here. Um, oh, it should be noted that people he was working with had already had scuffles with Google. Like, uh-huh. some had been fired in 2020, some had been fired in 2021, la da 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 So, I'm going to say this is just an attempt to get publicity. Possibly. As but, if Google needs more publicity. Right? Because, like, like, here we are working together on a Google Doc. Right. <laughs> and Google has is the host for our email. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, it, like, without, I think Google is, like, the number one domain name server in the world. Uh, yeah. Like, I dabble in a little bit of web development, and Google controls domain names. Like, when you type in, cons- like, uh, let's just say Facebook.com, it's not actually going to Facebook.com. It's asking Google, hey, what's uh, what's the IP address for Facebook.com? And then it sends you that to that string of numbers. It's insane. Google's essentially a toll booth for what was the bridge of the internet. Oh, yeah. That's, it's uh, creepy. It's very creepy. We'll We'll go with that. It, and it just opens up to a power uh, that I don't think should be rested in corporation, because uh-huh. um, this this is strange conversation because I often get hit with like, well, then you're not you're not really for freedom, are you? Because you want to break up the big guys. I'm like, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. I just want the little guys to express their power and control over the big guys that they already have. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, um, because it leads to the nut job in chief. To do stupid things. And this is the same guy that's been storming around the White House. Because uh, nobody's listening to him. That guy could end up taking over Google. Because that's the federal government. Yep. They can just take over stuff. And by the way, here is the article. I will share it with you now. Um, <laughs> yes, Joe Biden has been storming around the White House. Complaining that nobody listens to him. Or et cetera, et cetera. Complaining that people don't like him, basically. Joe Biden's doing what now? Doesn't like that people don't like him. And he says, why aren't they listening to me? Here, I'll send you the article I'm sorry, now. Joe Biden said one. Can you, not, can you physically not hear me? <laughs> no, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it now. You're pretending to be him. Um, let's be honest. Joe Biden probably didn't say anything. It was probably his puppet master. Uh, his hand up his butt or something. <laughs> I don't Here. know that I needed that image, but it's also the only image that suits what, what, uh, what he's doing to the country right now. Exactly, exactly. Why won't you let me? Oh, I don't want to use the app. What app? the app for that uh oh no i said i was never gonna use that phrase the other day <laughs> oh we were at bible study the other day and uh, you said there's an app for that and i was like you know who started that right yeah it was apple evil apple and uh, you're a diehard android I'm windows diehard. fan you, you know why i'm a diehard android right <clears throat> so beyond the fact that they are a superior piece of technology yeah debatable they are a superior piece of technology mm, debatable um yeah, so basically, you know IBM, right? Oh, yeah. Pops worked at IBM years back, years back. And so natural competition, it was just like respect, tradition kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, like I said, superior piece of technology. Mm-hmm. Debatable. Ubuntu's better. The what? Ubuntu. Ubuntu. You German now? Ubuntu. <laughs> no, it's Linux. No. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I, I have actually been tempted to try out a Linux phone. The only issue would be um, the my workplace is trying to go to a digital dispatch. Mm. And all those companies do not make Linux versions. 
There are certain Linux operating systems that have an Android on Linux kernel you can install. So you can run the Android versions of those apps. Uh, but they're not natively supported, and uh, that might cause issues. Why the heck am I getting a DoorDash notification? Uh-oh. Uh, maybe it's the government coming to shut us up from all our discussions. Uh, no, we got some time left. We got lots of time left. No one's beating down my door. Not yet. Um, well, oh, it's I, uh, 50% off for if uh, sending orders on DoorDash to fathers. Oh, good. I identify as a father. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my motorcycle's my baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I think we should turn to a more serious topic. And we probably should, yeah. We got uh, got a couple requests. Um, last. I know last episode we touched on relationships. I kind of went into a little, uh, little spiel there on uh, ride or dies. Mm-hmm. Kind of which people I want to keep around me and which people I, like, if, if you want to be around me, make yourself be around me. Like... I won't stop you, and I might even, you mm-hmm. know, encourage hanging out. Make you, if if you ha- stick around, you could become one of the rider guys. Like, certainly, certainly, um, and I think that's a very good mentality to have. I mean, it's like the open door policy kind of thing, um, which I extend to my inner circle. Um, and when I say open door policy, I mean literally, you can probably show up to my house, and I'll probably be there, and you're welcome mm-hmm. to stay. That kind of thing. Uh, and calling you at 2 a.m. Yeah, that's happened before, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, what it, relationships are such a complicated thing in life. And, well, and it, it it's uh, part of it's the issue with people hear relationships, they think romantic. Yes. They don't necessarily think that relationships can be friendships. Mm-hmm. They can be simply between family members. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be... Uh, workplace relationships, you know, between you and your coworkers, um, they can be also more workplace relationships between you and your customers. Like in in my case, yes, um, we've had uh, we had some customers that we have or I have built some relationships with to the point where they call and they say, "Is Alec there?" <laughs> <laughs> like, um, okay, that's that's interesting. Um, most of them just have my number now. They just call me directly. And it's like, okay, I'll get you on the schedule. What you know, whatever. But yeah and uh familial ties as well are yeah. really really important and you know uh over the past few months i have been like i think we, you kind of touched on this too for yourself personally but for me i've been kind of like observing whom is there for me and whom is not right um and what i found fascinating actually um is not those who are not there for me because uh, I kind of, looking back and forth, I discovered that those who were going to not be there for me anymore kind of faded out a while back for me. Mm-hmm. It's right now, it's determining who was being truthful right. and showing it by actions at the moment. And it's that gray area between those, like, I call it my inner circle. You call them right at that. I call them my inner circle because right. I, I always call it that from, like, watching all the mafia movies. I like <laughs> mafia, gangsters, Arthur, King Arthur, all that. Um, and then there's that inner circle and then the populace and then the gray areas in between mm-hmm. and determining what, what circle they fall into has been an adventure and it's honestly not stopping because, um, cause you and I are slightly different times in our lives. Right. Uh, and we also have slightly different approaches to people. Exactly. Well, and it's interesting. We both have different worldviews. Like your worldview, I would argue is in some areas more mature hmm. 
but at the same time harnesses youth a little bit more. It's an interesting way of putting it. I'm gonna, I want you to expand on that before I continue. I'm, I'm going to have to think on that a little bit because it's that's kind of the off the top of the head thing. But it's okay. it's <clears throat> now I got to remember what I said. You said apparently my worldview is more mature, but it, it uses maybe more not necessarily youth. worldview, but kind of the way you handle yourself. And I think that speaks a lot to um, just how much exposure you've had. You've been in a lot of people groups for well as long as i've known you you've been all over the place i mean you were um you helped out in summer camps a bunch of them lots um, of summer camps <laughs> um and you're in i mean uh, i remember one of the first times we met we were in uh, science olympiad oh yeah science that olympiad. that was that was fun um but you were kind of a i don't want to say bubbly but you were a social sociable person like you were connecting with everybody you were getting involved with everybody um, which that's kind of the, the youthfulness I like to think of like a five-year-old, <laughs> a, a five-year-old walks on a playground and how many friends did they have when they walked on the playground? Mm. Maybe one. Yeah, probably. How I many friends did that. they have about a minute into standing on the wood chips? I would probably say they would tell their mom that they met a new, like about 20 new best friends or something. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't even know their name. They just know, hey, that's friend. Right. Yeah. It, like back to my childhood nickname was Little Pickle. There's people that didn't even, Little like Pickle. kids, my, my childhood friends that they only knew me as Little Pickle. Like, yeah, yeah. It goes back to that. Um, so the, the youthfulness is, it's like you didn't grow up too fast, but you also grew up fast. It's a very interesting way to put it. I'm, I'm struggling to gather the words for it, but it's like you just you grew up and you matured, but you didn't let go of the teenage years. Fascinating way of putting that. Um, it's actually interesting because um, well, that kind of makes me happy because uh, I'm gonna open up a little bit. I'm actually gonna scrap. I was gonna do a relationship talk. And I am woefully unprepared oh, for this. Uh, and so I'm going to do a relationship talk for the next episode. And that's not the bonus episode, but I'm going to write out something with actual points because right. I do like to be prepared when I do this. Instead, I'm going to free uh, freestyle a little bit and I'm going to talk a little bit about um, what you just said. I'm really happy that it, it doesn't appear that I lost those teenage years because I'll be honest. I think it was at the end of maybe. No, no, no. It was heading into last summer. Uh, so I was an intern uh, in a group called Child Evangelism Fellowship. It was my fourth year of this group. Uh, this is the summer camps that Alec was mentioning. And I dedicated my entire summer to this. And I love this ministry. It is like, it's just something I enjoy doing so much. Getting to not only spend time with friends and like pour into the lives of others in, that I'm working with. But um, uh, um, I'm still giggling Alec to get me a drink and he ignored me. <laughs> That's only nineteen nineteen. I have you. Oh water? No, yes, there. I'll take water. Okay, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> um, anyway, um, uh, but also getting to pour into the lives of children. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. But I was not burnt out per se, but it was like a sudden realization. I think it's because I was finishing up high school. I realized I had spent every almost every summer in high school, spending my summers working. Now what extent was work for me i was hanging out with kids okay right. yes but kids are stressful okay <laughs> my goodness and i kind of had a breakdown i was like what have i done with these quote-unquote high school years i mean right my ninth grade summer i think no 
Well, let me do some math. Yeah, I did spend almost every summer doing CEF. Um, and if I wasn't doing CEF, I was working with my grandparents. Or actually, I worked as a fireworks uh, yeah, at a fireworks that, shop for like a, a week during Fourth of July. And then you um, never returned to it. I didn't, and that's okay because I decided I can make better stuff at home. Oh yeah, but, probably. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, but like I said, I had a breakdown because I thought I had thrown away all these chances to grow friends and stuff, and like actually grow as a person. And then throughout the summer, it was kind of revealed to me like, no, this has set you up for the perfect opportunity to keep these friends forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm in contact with almost every single uh, a friend I made throughout those years uh, with some exceptions which um like like to touching back to friendships i'm not gonna get too much into it but like yeah those are some people that weren't to ride or die or anything like that or even close um and like i think it's an interesting way you put it it's like it was i didn't realize i had grown up and then right. I, when i thought i had and like i had missed out i realized that i hadn't it was like a miracle almost like right. god revealing to me like no 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 this was preparing you for something way different and way cooler. Right. Like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, maybe it's because I grew up watching all like the like Goonies and stuff. Like, oh, it's summertime. Let's go on an adventure. And I never did adventures. But then, yeah. like I said, I drove for a living for like three years in the summer. I loved it. I think I like put on like some like I think my truck's at eighty six thousand miles. Um, I think I put on and like you got that truck new, didn't you? Uh, no, I got uh, 58 on it, 58,000 on it. Okay. So I put on like some, that's almost 30,000 miles on it just with driving for a living. So I went on plenty of adventures. That's all you got on your truck? Yeah, I've got 86,000 on it. It's a 2010. The guy who owned it before me didn't do it anything with it. Dang it. I bought my car and it was at like 38,000. It's at like 68,000. All my vehicles have under 100,000 miles. I've only had that car for... Well, I've had it for two years, but I really dropped off driving it this last year because I had the company van li- and you know living at this apartment. Yeah, I put on about thirty thousand miles in the first year of owning that car. Dang! And you put on like thirty thousand in three years of having your truck? Four years? Uh, this is going on. Well, it's twenty twenty two. I got in twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, actually, three years as of May seventh. Um, because I got my truck the same day I got my license. Um. Shoot. Oh, cars. This is going to like quickly go from like a more serious, like apparently analysis of my life, which thank you for that kind of like philosophical dive into well, me. And it, it's, it's interesting we'll to summarize you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the way I see myself, like I look back on my teenage years kind of wasted. I, I avoided school. I, um, I, all I wanted to do is work. My dad delivered bread. I went to work with my dad. I loved it. That's mm-hmm. all I wanted to do kind of avoided school um in the end it's set me up pretty good i mean aside from the fact that i haven't finished high school <laughs> well uh controversial topic you don't need school to succeed in life you can talk oh, no, you, you don't. can do math you're you are not dumb that's debatable okay you okay fine uh what's the phrase i use i always switch up the words every time but like I, i'll say something like i'm stupid not dumb or i'm dumb not stupid i always say the opposite every t- other time i say it and so i'm not very consistent so maybe i am both but <laughs> like you're able to function as a normal human and you are mature which it's time to dive into you real uh, quick okay real, real quick okay well, um, let's not talk about maturity because i have none <laughs> no see that's where you're wrong so okay so i'll preface this with this 
I feel like you got a chance to watch me grow up more than I got a chance to watch you grow up. Because I felt like when I started actually, like, hanging out and, like, actually trying to, like... Like, when I remember you in, like, in my head, a blip in my head, like, one of the first ones, you were already on the older side. Uh, Older side, air quotes here. Um, Yeah, because that was, what, 2014, 2015? In... uh, Say so? At at the regionals when we had the Robocross? Yes. Yes, exactly. And so, you were always... uh, I still remember you were like, I'm doing that next year. I'm like, I'm sorry. They're not going to be doing it for, like, another two or three years. broke my heart. broke my heart. (laughs) But, like, it was in that time, and, like, you know, it's... Science Olympia was a little clicky, a little uh, in between ages, in my opinion. Right. And so, like, we didn't really hang out too much. And so, it wasn't until I would say about, what, two and a half, three years ago that we really it, started, like, talking was, and hanging out? Like, Hold on. Let me let me call Jesse and see when he started doing that Bible study. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was shortly before. Like, that was when it happened. Um, it was... That was about two and a half years ago. Particularly, gosh, end of 2018, I think. Because I got my license in 2018. I got it late. Mm. Um, I got it in 2018 <laughs> when I turned 18. And I took my Bronco to some of the Bible studies before the transmission crapped out. So I think it was the winter of 2018. Because my transmission crapped okay. out summer yeah. of 2019. That kind of clicks. That kind of clicks. And then it, I would have joined up shortly after. Because I only started attending with my license. I yep. I only drove myself. There was never a point in time where I got picked up or anything. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's been about three years. And so I've got less of a t- uh, frame of reference, I think. Mm-hmm. But I would say you mentioned <laughs> you jokingly I, said. I grew up late. You grew up late. Okay, that's an interesting way of putting it. Maybe uh, it could be – I'm going to philosophize about you. You said that you worked for the time when you were supposed to be doing, quote, unquote, school. Yeah, and so you focus on that, and so it's possible that you matured in a different department, and then you kind of like you kind of did like reverse of what most people do, which is fine. But like, I would say you've grown a lot in your spiritual maturity since I've known you. I feel like you have grown a lot as a person in that aspect, and that has affected everything else around it in a very positive light. Um. And it's been amazing to watch you grow and everything. I sound like a proud dad or something right now. I know. <laughs> yeah, or you actually, do. actually, I'm going to reference uh, a nickname that was used once or twice um, in CEF. Uh, I was Uncle Adam for a while because uh, I spoke a little bit at the end of a CEF camp. And the boss, like the head honcho, was called Todd. And everyone called him Father Todd. Um, and someone said, I think it was, I think it might have been Todd. Someone out there, correct me, but it was around the bonfire. If someone was at CEF training camp, like I think like last year. Correct me if I got this story wrong in my head. I think ta- uh, someone called me Father Adam, and Todd said, "No, he's more like the crazy uncle." And so uh, <laughs> someone called me Uncle Adam for a while, and they all- I've also been called Dadum. That uh, one doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. That one. That one pushes boundaries. It does push boundaries. I pointed that out. Thank you. So <laughs> feel free not to call me that. <laughs> but. Anyways, back to you. Why would you publicize that name then? Because I'm not embarrassed by it. I just know that nobody would call me that comfortably. <laughs> okay. I'm, it's a safe nickname to tell because no one's going to call me that. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't even regret this. I hate that you're right about that. That's weird. Thank you. <laughs> but anyways, uh, uh, and and I feel like so I'm definitely more of a social butterfly you were not quite as much a social butterfly from what I've known you like you said you liked keeping your head down and you had your people 
and that's mm-hmm. a good thing because I feel like you were solidified in your friendships a little bit more sooner than perhaps I was, maybe possibly. Although you had some different ride or dies here and there, and that kind of yeah, mine have come kind of come and gone. Mm-hmm. It was more. It was more. I had one best friend from childhood that I just I stuck with, and he kind of went by the wayside mm-hmm. to to say the least. And uh, I disconnected from him, and I found. I I diversified my ride or diets. Instead of having just one, I ended up having probably about four um, between you and our couple other buddies in the in the boys group chat. Uh, it it's been diversified a little bit more. Um, yeah, and in that essence, I would say like you had a different foundation than I did. Right. And so, like I said, I think you matured through your work, whereas I matured through my groups. And so we were exposed to two different worlds, but we end up in the same kind of place at the same time. And it's been very interesting. It has. We were on a roller coaster knowing each other. <laughs> we've been through a lot of adventures together. Yeah. In just like the few years we've known I each mean, other. I mean, not, not like any Narnia or Lord of the Rings level adventures, but it's been some... Unique. Unique unique events and happenings um, that I, I think a lot of people don't really get to have happen. No. Um, or if they do, it's they don't quite benefit from them um, the way you and I seem to have. Because yeah. I know, and I was, gonna, I was something I was going to say. He's like, whereas other people when they go through things that you have, good and bad, most people would uh, instead of rolling with the punches or anything, or like, uh, well, I should say they do roll with the punches. You seem to take them head on and then grow stronger from them. It's, Maybe not in the instant. There was a superhero. I can't remember his name, but like. Basically, if he gets hurt by something one day, the next day his body learns how to defend himself from that. And so he constantly goes stronger and stronger and stronger. And so in that essence, it seems to me throughout the years, obviously not instantaneous. We had this discussion in private a while back. I'm not going to go super into it, but like um, uh, like an event happens, whether negative or positive, And after a short time, I see you've already learned from that. And so it doesn't happen again. Right. It's it's like the, the hindsight 2020 thing. It, yeah. something happens it takes me a while to like get over it i'll be you know upset about it. like well when my my original best friend uh kind of went by the wayside we weren't really the best friends anymore um um he um what was i gonna say there <laughs> summoning brain cells <laughs> um think but it, think. it was it was Come like on. um I I was devastated by it for a while, but I was like, "Wait a minute, what? What? Why? Why is God removing him from my life?" Yeah, like it's it's not necessarily God. Like, oh nope, he's dead. It's more God put distance between us for some reason. There you go. And it's I'm devastated to see the the path he's taken, um, and the friend group he's with. As I am with with some other friends of mine um, and acquaintances, but it's like I I have been removed from them, so I can grow more in my own spiritual walk, and then eventually maybe the door will be open for me to come back to them, yeah, and be so solidly based in my own faith that instead of them being bad company, corrupting good morals, we can sit down, we can have a conversation, and I can witness to them again. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that is exactly what's going to happen, but it it's it's something that looking back on it, I can see. Okay, God's doing something here, yeah. Huh. And uh-huh. I may not know exactly what it is, but it's something, and there's a purpose for it. I think um, I think there's a passage. 
Um, I think it's in Romans. Um, I'm, I might be wrong, but it, it says something like, uh, God works all things for the good of those who love him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of people look at a different passage, like, uh, God has plans to prosper you and to take care of you. That is taken way out of context. I hate that. Yep. <laughs> I, I hate when people use that passage because they don't look at it properly. Um, it's also but, the same one that people use out of the Jeremiah 20... I think that's the one. 20, uh, yeah. Uh, for know the plans uh, that I have that, for you. That's the one. That's plans the one. to prosper and stuff. Um, drives me nuts. Mutual friend of ours... Um, quoted it once for like something completely different like i didn't know you were an israelite in persia uh, fascinating tell me more <laughs> yeah yeah it, anyway sorry uh, <laughs> threw you off but it's uh that that passage in romans um god works uh works all things for the good of those who love him it's not necessarily earthly benefits mm-hmm. you know it's it's not god is going to work out uh, a nice car or you know bringing the housing prices down so that i can buy a house or you know <laughs> giving me a, a bag of cash so i can buy a house oh don't give me that's prosperity gospel right there and i <laughs> preach against it. it exactly um it, it's more it's spiritual development and it actually might be in that like the actual greek or hebrew or whatever of that of that passage um i haven't looked at that too close i should look at that that'll be interesting That'd, that'd be cool to touch study, on yeah. one episode here. Um, but it, it, it's spiritual growth. It's not necessarily going to be yeah. earthly benefits. You're not going to see uh, an instantaneous earthly benefit or even a, a long-term, later down the line, earthly benefit. Um, is that your mother calling? That was our mutual friend, uh, the gun nut. Uh, how long is it going to be until mine goes off? Here, no. here let me turn it up. Oh no! I have my phone muted. Anyway, his ringtone is a bunch of guns shooting. I it won't play now, but when, that, when that he calls me, it's just like a remix, like a gun remix. Let Let's see if he calls me and uh, I can answer it on the phone. Yeah, or I like that computer. plan. But um, like, I I agree with what you're saying. Is that um, the verse that talks about uh, things, uh, all things work out for the good of those who love him, and stuff. That's because we know what happens to us no matter right, what. Exactly. We know our end game and all this different stuff. And so, like, what happens here on the Earth? Yes, good things can happen to us, but things might not work out for us. Mm-hmm. This is a sucky world, as we're going to end up talking about in the next episode uh, yep. that we're going to record back-to-back here for you all. We are, Which yep. I'm going to kind of segue up, into that. We're uh, coming up on our time limit here. We should probably... Uh, I don't think we got to do any super fancy outro, but we're going to have a fun intro, I think. We should yeah. come up with something funny to do for an intro. We, we really should. Um, but it is going to be two separate episodes, so yeah. we will give it a little closeout here. Um, of course, we have all our usual socials, Instagram, Twitter, uh, no Facebook. Um, our email is armoryboys at gmail.com. Send us uh, suggestions, articles, ex- topics, whatever you want. Bible verses you want us to talk about. Exactly. I'll even take, like... Excerpts from other religions, okay? I'm talking Mormonism, I'm talking Catholicism, I'm talking Islam, I'm talking Buddhism. Uh, Buddhism. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have the mind of a child. Oh my um, goodness, I'm gonna have to cut something here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, anyway, all that stuff, uh, well, send it our way. Uh, I, I personally love studying all that, and I would love to talk about it here. I'm sure you would too. Um, so yeah, I guess we're gonna end up catching you uh, in a few minutes if you're watching these back to back. If not, thanks for tuning into the Armory. Mm-hmm.